Before the Ranger Creed is recited by a formation of Rangers at a ceremony, you always hear the narrator say, Will all Rangers, past and present, please join as we recite the Ranger Creed? Every Ranger will stand, and as they say those six stanzas, they are transformed back to a time when they had the pleasure and the burden of this brotherhood. That feeling is hard to describe. However, it's one that never leaves you. It's a connection that spans the globe and can be reignited when you hear the phrase, Hey Ranger, what battalion were you from? Amongst this formation, there are Rangers that stand out. They are legends of this elite organization, and when their names are spoken, people instantly have a story and for a moment, relive it. Legends of the 75th Podcast wants to capture that feeling and those stories. We want to ensure that these legends, triumphs, and sacrifices never fade away. So sit back with your favorite adult beverage and listen to the stories from the Legends of the 75th. Hey, everybody. we got a pretty exciting episode. Well, at least I'm excited. I'm sure a lot of other people will uh, be as well. And, uh, you know, by a a weird series of you know events and everything we planned on doing this virtually um but then he didn't tell me that he didn't end up traveling and so we are literally sitting 15 minutes apart from each other recording this over zoom which whatever it is what it is we'll still capture the awesomeness of it so we have master sergeant retired kevin nelson kevin uh you know came into the army 1997 right wasn't it kevin uh, it was 96. Yeah, 96. I got to battalion late 96. Yeah. Okay. So 96 and he spent most of his time up at 275. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit of that story about how some of, uh, some of the things that he did and the events that led to, you know, 275, him leaving 275 and going to RHQ, um, where he worked in the RS8 shop. And then from there, he retired um, from, from active duty and went and, you know, worked in some civilian positions, eventually becoming the director for the 75th Ranger Regiment of the RAID program. And uh, I'll have him describe that to you. Uh, he tried to kind of outline it and what they do and everything else prior to the episode. Uh, it probably will sound better uh, coming from his mouth. So I'm also very excited about this episode because, you know, Kevin and I served for an ex- a long time in BCO 275 together. Um, then we kind of bounced around each other in different positions within 275. And then we ended up working up in the S3 shop under no- other greats like Tickle, um oh, Crap, I forgot the other Opsar Major's names. Uh, Anderson uh, also, and then uh, Bertie Felino. So, and uh, Eric Dalton also worked up there in there with us somewhere and some officers that we won't name. Um, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, we, you know, we will try to keep this episode on track and talk about his time within the 75th and not try to go into any too many, you know, young Private Nelson and Private Burke stories um, about our shenanigans back then. Plus, we have to keep it, you know, semi R, so to speak. So it'd probably be the best because but all of our yeah. kids will probably. Kids will probably listen this is to this. Professional, right? Professional. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, so that's it for the intro. Hey, Kevin, man, I know when I initially asked you about this, I think it was Ranger Rendezvous. Um, I asked you if you would do this, and you were like, "There's no way in hell I'd ever do this." So I agree, or I'm glad that you finally agreed to do it. Yeah, Mike, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it was I don't know, just over a year ago when um. It was Ranger Rendezvous. I, I had done a, uh, I'd been inducted as a distinguished member of the regiment. And so I invited some folks over and uh, you were asking me about this. And I was like, no way, man, there's no way I'm going to do this. There, I don't, you know, I don't get in front of people. I don't tell my story, but um, I've listened to 
you know, to the podcast you put out and uh, they've been pretty awesome. You know, they take me back to some pretty fun times and, and good memories. And so um, I appreciate, you know, you having me on and, and let me, uh, you know, come back into the fold. But I also wanted to congratulate you on your uh, distinguished member of the regiment nomination and, and uh, ceremony about a month ago. That's awesome to see. And, uh, but yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I appreciate that. That definitely came as a surprise. And I blame Julian Chavez for that. He's the one that uh, recommended my name. It was uh, definitely an honor. And uh, it was it was pretty cool to be part of that. I uh, actually have the certificate sitting right over here. So uh, maybe I should hang that up. Maybe I should hang it up over that logo. <laughs> well, um, you know, I, I can't help but, you know, talk about Ranger Rendezvous, like especially being out of the regiment, you know, coming back and, you know, being at Fort Benning now. Um, you know, and getting to be around everybody during Ranger Rendezvous. But what, what I just found hilarious is, is all these years later, you know, bunch of Rangers standing around in your kitchen that served together. You know, some of us did, some of us didn't, um, you know, and we just divulge back into being privates again and just absolutely just <laughs> ragging on each other and yeah. just giving each other shit, you know, so it's always funny when Rangers do that. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty awesome. And, uh, you know, one of the things I've been thinking about, um, I know you talk a lot about the brotherhood on here and I don't want to get too far ahead on that stuff. No, man. go ahead, man. But, uh, you know, being being fortunate enough to serve for as long as I did, I kind of have like groups of friends. You know, I got like the the first four years buddies I always hang out with and I got like the next you know, oh, set of four yeah. years I was with and and on up the chain, you know. And and I think I think at that rendezvous, we had probably um 20 years worth of, you know, yeah. Rangers in there. And, uh, and you're right. You know, we always tell the same kind of stories, always rag on each other. And it was funny that, uh, I think, uh, one of your episodes you, you brought up that, um, the second platoon Bico used to be nicknamed the hermaphrodites. And I remember telling <laughs> you that story. I remember telling you that story that night. And, uh, I don't know if that was a, uh, you know, a real nickname or if that was just what our platoon called you, but, uh, I'm glad it made it onto the podcast. <laughs> between the giblets i didn't know that one <laughs> well when you told me that that was the first time i'd ever heard that i had no idea but you know i was a private and i just thought that's what ranger platoons look like it wasn't until like later on and then you know the great firing of i think it was 2000 and second platoon and real people came over like josh wheeler came over and other leaders came over and i was like oh this is what this is supposed to be like. So now I look back and I'm like, yeah, we probably deserve the term <laughs> for nights. But yeah, you know, you talk about old Ranger buddies. I still don't know why you're friends with Craig Harmon though. Like that doesn't make any sense to me because, <laughs> and I hate him. I, I still hate him because my first day in Ranger Regiment, man, that guy screwed me over, man. God, he screwed me over. Yeah. We just, I mean, you know, when we, uh, when we get together, it's, it's about having a good time. You know, yeah, we, no. we're both uh, just as quick witted, you know, yeah. when it comes to ragging on each other and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So we just always have a good time whenever we get together and it's, it's kind of always the same, you know, we yeah. just have fun, but, uh, but it's good, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. And Ranger Rendezvous is just an awesome thing. I think it's awesome that they started doing the the week for the regimental star major too, leaving like, man, uh, Colonel Kersey, that's a, that's an amazing thing. And that was really fun. That was awesome. Yeah. I hated that. I missed it. I was, I was actually traveling that week too. And, um, um, you know, I've always been, I've always kind of wondered like, where's the RSMs, mm -hmm. you know, going away and, or I'll be sitting in these, um, sitting at, you know, again, sitting on the regimental staff, we're sitting here talking about, um, 
planning and, and where all the generals are going to sit. And I'm like, well, where are all the CSMs going to sit at this mm. point? You know, I'm yeah. like trying to be that guy. Yeah, um, that's because, good. Because they, uh, you know, everybody, all our leaders are important, but, um, you know, the RSMs, I mean, they, they've been in the organization for forever. Um, mm-hmm. the, the retired ones, they've moved on and they're, they're leading the army and, uh, they, des- they deserve all that just as well. And I know there's no real intent to slight those guys. It's just, it's, it's the culture that, that, you know, uh, we kind of live in, not just, well, in regiment, but just, you know, army wide. No, it absolutely is. Well, I think, you know, you talk about traditions and stuff like that, but, you know, also the impact like regimental sergeant majors have, I mean, you look at Donaldson, you know, the, the one that just left 19 deployments. I think is what he had like unbelievable commitment to the organization. But more of my point was the traditions kind of aspect of it is, is we just don't ever think about it unless somebody says something like, it's just the way it's always been that there's a range of rendezvous every two years. And the fact that there's actually not going to be a range of rendezvous this coming summer, because, you know, Colonel Kersey staying in for a third year, like it probably made people go, well, wait, you know, are we really going to go three years before we get everybody together? So, right. I, but if no one asks the questions. Yeah, you're right. And and the other thing is um, uh, the younger guys, you know, they don't understand or, or you know, let me rephrase uh, us older folks that have been around. We think it's the way it is like, oh, you got, you know, 15 uh-huh. deployments. All right, cool. You know, so, so does this guy. So does this guy. Uh, but all the younger Rangers, too, that are coming in these days that are maybe you've got one, you know, yeah. in the last two or three years. And and um, for them to see that, um, you know, what their leaders have gone through and, and just kind of what those experiences are, um, I think, you know, there's there's already a level of uh, of credibility that those leaders have. But that just makes those younger Rangers that much more hungry to to learn mm. what they have to say. This was an excerpt of the Legends of the 75th podcast. If you want to listen to the entire episode, go to the show notes and sign up for exclusive membership. Why are we charging? Some of the guests want to know that their stories have a level of protection and can share freely without it being available to the general public. To produce a professional product, it costs money. Your subscription helps us ensure we keep it to the level of what's expected from this elite organization. The podcast is the first phase. We plan to add videos, apparel, Ranger history blog, and more episodes each month. So as Legends grows, you will get more bang for your buck. We don't want to interrupt or muddle episodes with sponsorship clips or ads. Your support is much appreciated. We look forward to building this exclusive group with your support. Rangers lead the way.